The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You can put your weed in there. Stone is cheese and cheese. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. This is Mark Greg here, Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus Show. I am your host, Stoner Jesus. It's chapter 3, verse 11. Doing it live on December 15th, 2019. Serving up some Christmas ass. Yes, that's right. I said it. Christmas ass. It's kind of boundary-pushing material and content you're here for. In any case, we are fucking everywhere. We're live everywhere. Twitter and Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420. I'm also on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook simultaneously, aka at the same time. That's right. I know technology and how to work it. Look at me. I know technology. Look at me. A lot of stuff going on tonight. A lot of the uh, aforementioned Christmas ass. Yes, lots of ass. A night full of ass, if you will. Besides that, we also have a pregnant woman who has four boyfriends. We also have LA's first cannabis lounge. We'll take a look at that. Talk about me maybe doing some gaming shit. My ban on TikTok. Uh, Kanye was with Joe Osteen. There's cool sweaters. There's more ass. Some other shit. Some pre-recorded segments. St. Peter hates Yoda. Baby Yoda. And a CBD gummy review. All of that is coming tonight. Just, it's... It's almost too much. Some in the chat area, my Periscope asked, what's the show about? Well, you'll see. It's really hard to describe. Chances are you won't like it. I know. It's not a smart thing for me to say, but I don't care. I'm truthful. Now, you'll love it. Your mom loves it. You'll love it just as much as she does. That's right. If you want to email the show, staringjesus420 at gmail.com. Kill that music. Also, uh, Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. It's our group for the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus. If you're a fan of the show and you're on Facebook, come check us out there. Social media links, all kinds of stuff at stonerjesus.net. The history of the show, live stream links, past episodes, audio episodes, all kinds of stuff. Stonerjesus.net. You can also find the audio show on CannabisRadio.com, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Wherever you get your dope ass motherfucking podcasts, that's where you'll find us. Let's search the Jesus show. 
and you uh, seek and you shall find, as someone wrote in an old book a long time ago. I said a lot of stuff to get to. If you're watching us live somewhere, I'm going to try to monitor the chat room as best I can, try to retweet and share and all that good shit. Uh, I was banned on TikTok. It didn't take very long. I think it was a bong rip. I tried to do a bit where like I ripped a bong. Like, I, I inhaled a bong rip, and then it switches to you know, a different scene. I'm wearing like a hat, and you know I said I held it the whole time so I can give it a hat. Uh, it's not very funny. It's just you know something stupid. But I think the bong rip itself was the problem. I'm not complaining. I expected, you know, I figured that something like that would happen, and it did. So here we are. I'm not on TikTok anymore, so don't look for me. <laughs> it gives you a thing where you can appeal, and I just hit appeal, but I don't think I'm going to hear anything back from. What are they going to say? Oh, yes. Rip more bongs, guy. No, they won't. They don't care about me. I'm nobody. Fringing on my bong ripping rights. <laughs> uh, also, we have a winner in the Trailer Park Boys, speaking of bongs, Trailer Park Boys water pipe giveaway on Twitch. Uh, I'm not sure if she wants me to announce who she is. She's been having some online issues. Suffice it to say, someone won. Thank you for following us on Twitch. If we do gaming, which I expect to do, some sort of, you know, I'm going to test it here soon. I think I'm going to try to sign up for like a Fortnite account. I've never played any of these games. That's what's going to be so funny. I'm going to suck, and I'm going to be playing, and I'm going to have people teaching me things, and I'm be high as fuck. And I'll be streaming it all to you with my commentary. Be a, a laugh a minute, a laugh riot, as they say. Twitch, Stoner Jesus 420 Twitch. Make sure you follow us on there so you'll be able to follow me when I do the gaming because that's where I'll be streaming from. I'll probably do it from right here. I don't think I'm going to have my face put up. I guess I could, but what the fuck's the point? I'm trying to get away from that. It's enough of this. You get back to like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like radio. That's why I kind of like see a lot of those things as it's radio, but you're watching all watching something together and, uh, and there's commentary. I don't know. You're not just fucking staring at someone talking to a microphone like you are right now. It's something different. And of course, obviously, if it doesn't work, well, fuck it. We'll move on to something. But if you do want to see how well it does or does not work, Stern Jesus 420 on Twitch. Because we're going to be able to find all of that. Moving on. The TikTok man, as you see there on the bottom of the little crawl, if you're watching the video version of the show, we move on to Pregnant Ho. <laughs> you, may, you may have seen this story. This woman, she has four boyfriends, and now she is pregnant. So she's a pregnant woman living with four boyfriends. Let's check that shit out. This is Tori. She fell in love with Travis and Ethan. And Mark. And Chris. That's quite a crew, by the way. She's assembled. She's assembled. Quite. Quite the, the Avengers of lovers, if you will. Their four-way relationship is working wonders for them. The relationship could best be described by having Tori as the hub and all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. But not everyone understands the dynamic. Sounds hot. I like wheel metaphors. It gets me in the mood. It's like, oh, you're kidding, that you're joking. How will this poly relationship cope with a further addition to the family? And so who's the father of the baby? <laughs> it's like, kind of like Russian roulette with sperm. Everybody's got a one in four chance, right? All right, so 
So then this is mine and Travis's room. This is the master bedroom. By the way, this is a series, I guess, called Love Don't Judge. It's like a YouTube series that shows um, beyond the norm relationships, if you will. Um, this is the room that has the bigger bed um, that people will swap in and out of every night just so that everyone can get... <laughs> Make the sound of that. <laughs> swap in and out. Swap those dudes in and out. Equal turns, you know, sharing a bed. So while this is like mine and Travis's room, we keep all of our stuff in here. People are rotating in and out. The first polyamorous relationship I had. Bet they are. <laughs> They're rotating in and out. Get it? Come on. Ben was actually with Travis and Ethan. Travis was the one who had brought up the idea to me. We met back in elementary school. We've been dating for all, about two and a half, almost three years. I've known Ethan. For those of you, you can go watch the video of this. You may have seen it in your post story. It went viral everywhere. She's not a bad looking woman as far as, you know, women go. These guys are various levels of fucked up looking. <laughs> that goes from the first guy and they get progressively slightly better looking until the last guy is kind of mediocre. But the first guy, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not... I know it makes me sound like an asshole to sit here and judge these guys' looks, but, you know, I am fucking hosting a radio, TV show, video show, whatever. The first guy, yes, he he's off the fucking charts. I'm sorry. He's off the fucking charts. Whatever charts you keep for that kind of shit, he is off of them. Since junior high, and we made things official recently, but we've basically been dating for about two years now. The term poly, meaning multiple, often refers to a three-person relationship. But for these guys, it's Tori and her four separate lovers. And the next one would be Mark. We met in high school. And then Chris is... So to clue you in on how just how much of a fucking nerd this guy is, number three, he has a shirt that says Spare Wars. As in, it's like the Star Wars logo, which is nerdy enough in and of itself. But it says Spare Wars, as in bowling. It's bowling. Is the newest edition. <laughs> this guy. Uh, we've been dating since. The most normal seeming of the four. April. The relationship could best be described by having Tori as the hub and all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. Ah, there it is again. Fucking wheel. Nothing gets me going like a good wheel metaphor. <laughs> Got all the spokes in the hub. Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm starting with a good card. I have yay. <laughs> yay! No. Are you all quite competitive when it comes to games? Yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, I don't know why they don't have a YouTube show or rea even a reality show on some sort of, you know, far-flung cable network. There's got to be some content here, right? Four dudes. And they talk a little bit later about the more interesting aspect, I guess, of it, of the, uh, the, 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 the jealousy part that comes up, you know, because I'm sure that a lot of people in these situations like to pretend that that doesn't exist, but it does. Try not to be. So is there any one person that tends to win when you play games? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Chris. Listen, it's not my fault. It is your fault. Also, I rarely play this. Fucking, well, maybe that's why I don't have a YouTube show. It's a lot of wit, banter, a lot of witty banter going on. 
This game to win, I'm generally just like sowing chaos. While this polyquintet are happy to play games with one another, that's as far as play goes for the boys in this relationship. We're not romantic with each other, we're all just connected with her. Although Tori might like it to be another way. They're all more than welcome to have another partner if they so choose, but as of currently, no. Um, honestly, I would love it if somebody found a, a second partner. You know, divide. <laughs> she would love it if one of her four lovers found another lover, so that I guess they wouldn't. They won't bother her so much. Kind of take them off her hands for a little while. Fighting time between all five people. It's like when you pass your kids off to the grandparents. Like here, take this for a little while. Just, just, just do something else besides bother me for a little while and go away. Making sure everyone feels included is kind of difficult. But there are problems when four men are vying for just one woman's attention. One hole. Four dicks, one hole. Not to be fair, it could be three. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know enough about her. How often do you experience jealousy in the relationship? Regretfully, a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, thankfully, there are a couple of healthy ways to deal with it. Primarily, just talking to each other. Masturbation. We have a tendency to talk around the moment of, hey, I need some time with Tori, rather than actually <laughs> saying it outright. Yeah. But introvert, introvert, extrovert, extrovert, <laughs> introvert. <laughs> yeah. Boy, these motherfuckers are laugh riot. Jesus Christ, I, I dozed off for a minute. So only two of us are, in, are actually any good at open communication. <laughs> it, it helps if you know the person. Um, mm. An example, seeing her with Ethan, a lot easier because I was friends with him. Her and Chris was a bit dicier at first. There was a lot more jealousy and I'll openly admit that. The same goes for Mark because I'd never interacted with them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to nay that. I nay your nay. But for me personally, yeah. I've never been with the idea of monogamy, so I've always looked for a polyamorous relationship. Mm. So, um, would you ever consider a romantic relationship with each other? I don't really know, to be honest. I guess I'd be, I'm open to it, but I'm not gonna go after it. I know Ethan and I sorta tried back in high school, and that kind of flopped really fast. I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All of your unicorns are pandas. And now this five-way relationship. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, get to the pregnancy, man. I am, uh, I'm struggling here. These people are not interesting. I don't know how you make a woman with four boyfriends so fucking boring, but they have. They've accomplished it. Is about to be joined by an additional member. An additional member. A fifth member, if you will. And then here we have the nursery. So it's starting to get set up. It's not quite done yet. Not due for another couple of months, so we still have some more time. So I am currently about 23, 24 weeks pregnant. We found out a couple weeks ago that we're having a girl. <laughs> we're very excited. And so who's the father of the baby? So Chris is the biological father. Um, we just know that because of timing. I wonder if she keeps a schedule. <laughs> well, we were doing it on this day, so it has to be you. The other guys don't look happy. 
that Chris was uh, the lucky sperm. <laughs> but as far as, I guess, socially goes, we're all raising the baby together, so everyone's dad. Mm. So Chris, how do you feel about everyone operating the role of dad? It's definitely a little interesting. I mean, I grew up with the idea of, you know, one dad. No, you would think it would be interesting, but it turns out it's not. Uh, one mom. But um, there's a lot of support between all of us dads. We always joke about mm -hmm. the idea of getting stuck in an endless loop of go ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Having an unusual relationship. And they laughed and they laughed. Ship structure <laughs> has meant they've all received judgment in different forms. Polyamory is definitely an uncommon thing. A lot of people have grown up in monogamy culture of, you know, you don't really love someone if you have eyes for somebody else. It sucks to have to say, but I probably have more of the negative reaction from friends and family. When I first got into the relationship, um, my- Oh, come on. Come on. You- Look, I understand. I'm as accepting as the, the next guy, you know, but you tell someone else that you, you're with three other dudes and you're banging this broad, they're going to have a weird fucking reaction to it. This is just the way it is. And, I mean, I don't... There's a reason that it doesn't happen a lot. It, do, it, it doesn't work. This isn't going to work. You think four guys raising this fucking kid is going to work? Are you shitting me? And if the, if the roles reverse, holy shit, a guy with four girlfriends... I know there's younger guys out there saying, oh, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. Be getting fucking pussy all the time, man. Hitting that twat. Hitting that twat fucking 24-7, bro. No, you won't be. You know what you're going to get all the fucking time? Nagged. You're going to nagged to fucking death. That's not an expression. You will literally be nagged to death. They'll fucking synchronize themselves. Not, they'll synchronize their cycles and they'll synchronize themselves into some kind of nagging relay team where they pass off the baton and you're getting fucking hit from every angle all day, every day. In six fucking months, you have a gun in your mouth. So all those bros out there saying, oh, five or four girlfriends, man, I'd be pounding that pussy. You'd be dead. You'd be fucking in the ground. No goddamn way. How much, this is making me angry. How much more can this, this can I handle? They're making a very weird, awkward situation ripe for drama and destructive energy, and they're making it so goddamn boring. I'm, I'm angry bored. I'm angered. I'm angered. My friend group was not very supportive of it at all. My family is slowly coming around to the idea. Um, the pregnancy has helped with that. <laughs> Now they're putting text messages up there. She's fucking pregnant. <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in you, Most even after everything. Most of my friends know all of my partners, and they love us and think that we're cute and such. My family is kind of quiet about their disapproval. The relationship was also met with mixed feelings by Tori's closest relation. I will admit that since I'm her older brother that I just have that tendency, I suppose, to be protective. I wasn't expecting the pregnancy announcement. That one was a little bit of a shocker for me um, as, uh, you know, that protective older brother. I was, I was like, oh, you're so young. I was like, oh, you're kidding, that you're joking. No, <laughs> but now you're kidding. You're joking. No. The one thing I know about this story 
is that unfortunately it's not funny at all. <laughs> I was hoping it would be funnier, but it's not. I'm moving on. I got to move on with my life. Cannabis Cafe, you may have heard about it. Low Herb Company, their Cannabis Cafe has opened up in the Los Angeles area. Civilized went to take a look at it, and we're going to take a look at their look. Cool little intro. Again, this is the reason you got to watch the video version. We're at Lowell Farms Cafe. The, the, the podcast version, I understand, you know, the audio and all that stuff, but really this is, this is a visual treat. If you will. It is the first sanctioned licensed consumption lounge in uh, Los Angeles. Everyone's talking about it. I'm going to check it out for the first time. Check it out. This is beautiful. Wow. Super. Here we are in an iconic location in West Hollywood. Beautiful finishes, beautiful touches. This could be a high-end bar or restaurant. And you go there and smoke weed, bro. Anywhere in North America or anywhere in the world, you would really never know that it's a cannabis consumption lounge unless you sniffed it. Everybody seems to be having a good time. And the place is packed at 11 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. I don't like the- Wow, breaking news. Weed is popular and people are having a good time using it. Play on the word civilized too much, but this is civilized. I'm gonna check out the cannabis menu here at Lowell Farms. <laughs> this is something that we use in uh, Cannabis for Beginners, our little video series. Start low and go slow. Great advice. Edibles for newbies, you know, it gives you a little bit of uh, time frame for onset, 15 to 90 minutes. You're basically ordering marijuana as if you were a restaurant ordering food, but instead of food, it's marijuana. You, you get it. Duration, up to 12 hours. I'd love that. What I see is <laughs> low dose, three to 10 milligram per tea bag for tea, two milligram tonics. So it allows you to customize and, and build on your uh, experience. All kinds of chocolates. Next section, free rolls, ready to smoke, just like a cigarette. All kinds of different strains and a nice brief description of each one. Jack Herrera, blissful, creative, social. Yes, please. I'm excited to get started and I found out exactly what I'm gonna get. That's right, fired up, bitch. They actually have hashish pre-rolls and I love hashish as a little treat. So I'm gonna stock up loose flour, vapes, and accessories. Oh, so you can borrow a grinder, free, great. Papers they'll give you, they sell hookahs. Can I expense that if we buy it while we're on the shoot? We need one for the office, don't we? And a session bong and a bread base. Take one of each, please, back them up. Pull around the truck, Alex. I'm gonna bake flour. I'm gonna try the Pax 3, which is one of my favorite devices and I haven't used it for a while. So that's what this guy's gonna do. I'm Jordan. Hi, Jordan. You're my- I am your flower host. You are my flower yes. host. Well, I've been waiting to talk to you. Awesome. I think what I'm gonna do today, I, I think I'm gonna vape a little flour. I'd like to rent awesome. a Pax 3. Awesome. Are we more of a sativa? I'm a definite sativa. sativa. Okay, then definitely go with the woods. The woods? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, you know, just an eight. Uh, is fine for me on, on that. And can you talk to me about some of the hash pre-rolls? The hash pre-rolls, yeah. yes. The Stone Road Sour Patch is gonna be our sativa infused, yep. and then the Sunday Dry. You imagine that one day, one day, places like this can be everywhere, the way bars are. You can go into a bar, you can order a Bud Light, you can order a Jack and Coke, you can order a, you know, I don't know, another drink. <laughs> I have a big repertoire of drink names in my head. Uh, a Tom Collins. <laughs> You want to go order a Tom Collins? I don't even know what that is. But I know some sort of drink. Anyway, these places are going to be everywhere. Everywhere. 
Go in, get blazed. Oh, oy vey. Don't get me started. It's going to be indica. I'll take uh, two of the Sour Patch okay. infused pre rolls. Awesome. Anything else for you? I think that'll be a good start. Alrighty, I will be right back with that. Thank you kindly. <laughs> well, that was pretty easy. I didn't have to wait in line. Somebody's literally bringing me cannabis and appliances. 1987 me is pretty happy with 2019 me. It's if, you, if you smoked weed, if you used weed before legalization, the era before legalization, this type of shit you talked about with your friends all the time. One day I'll be walked down the street and buy a pack of joints, be fucking awesome, and go somewhere and smoke it and you know, order it and be fucking waiters and menus and all kinds of shit. Well, it's here. Well, you know, the beginnings of here, obviously. But there can only be more after this. I mean, imagine this place is going to be pretty successful, which is going to cause more people to want to do this, which can create more opportunities for places like this to open up. Really, not that long ago that this was only a pipe dream and it was something that... Ha! Pipe dream, get it? We wondered, would it ever be legal? Would it ever be accepted? Would there ever be an environment yeah, like bitch. this? It's amazing to be here. This is Andrea Drummer, the head chef, the Lowell Farms Cafe. You've been open for three weeks. What's the most popular dish? The vegan nachos. Ooh, yeah. I'm on the road to veganism, so. Uh, perfect. I was vegan for quite some time. Yeah. And I wanted to put forth a product or a menu item, not only vegan for it, but friendly for vegans and non-vegans alike. I love it. Can you tell me about the dish? So it's the vegan nachos. It's like a vegan cheese sauce that we do in-house, mm -hmm. um, guacamole, mm. chips, and we do uh, cauliflower meat that's seasoned perfectly. Oh my God. <laughs> she recommended the vegan nachos, which I'm gonna have to try. Wow, pretty diverse menu, to be honest. Lots to eat if you're health conscious. Great sandwiches. I love a bomby sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> There's a little something for everybody. By the way, I will take a second to point out the brilliance of getting people high and then selling them food. I would like to see something like just Doritos. Just a joke. How's it going? What's your name? Stefano. Hi, Stefano. Welcome. I'm vegetarian on, on the road to vegan. Vegan nachos. I've, I've heard the word on those are pretty good. That's what I'm going to have, my man. I think she's coming. Here we are. Look at this. Wow. That. And we're familiar with the packs? Yes, I am. All right. And just in case you want to roll. Yep. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you very kindly. So they've given me some hollow things I can pack and make a joint for a guy who doesn't pride himself on being the world's best joint roller. There you go. There's some leaf that you can pack. Pretty deep. Me both, bro. Rolling papers, filters, one gram of Sour Patch cannabis infused with hashish. I love those little tubes. I love anything that will help you keep the smell and keep it from getting crushed. My favorite uh, vaporizer, the PAX-3. One-eighth ounce of high-quality woods flour. Comes in a nice little box. That, that's some pretty dope shit. Right? Smells fantastic. <laughs> well, good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> Kid in the candy store. Okay, a packing we go. So I feel like I started GoFundMe to like go out there and do a show from that place. Would you all give? Would you all please give me money.
<laughs> this has got a little oven in the bottom of it. It heats up the cannabis to a temperature just before uh, combustion. It vaporizes the THC and yes. it comes out as vapor. This is a little bit more of uh, a body stone, but it really hits you hard in the head. So there you go. That's uh, so we can check out if you're on the LA area. Hopefully, coming to a town near you. I guess if you live more rural, conservative areas, it'll be you know not anytime soon. That's for sure. A lot of shit coming up, as I said. A lot of ass stuff in the next segment. So much ass stuff. Reporters' ass, uh, Lizzo's ass, more asses, lots of asses serving up the Christmas ass tonight. Stoner Jesus show. We're live in many places, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, stonerjesus.net for all information on the show. It's chapter 3, verse 11. We're doing it live on December 15th, 2019. Liking and retweeting all that shit. Fuck yeah, man. I was going to uh, talk about Nick Cannon, I guess, but I, I he put out two diss songs against Eminem and... The internet ripped him to shreds. I think the internet's pretty much done everything. I mean, it was like 10 years after that Mariah Carey song that Eminem did, and Nick Cannon's got like 48 dudes on these tracks dissing Eminem, and they're not very good to begin with. And I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine the recording says, did you ever listen to an Afro-Man song and think to yourself, how many fucking people are in that studio? It sounds like there's 20. That's what it sounds like in these Nick Cannon songs. There's 100 people in the fucking studio. He's like, hey... We gotta fill four minutes. I want everybody's got a verse. Everybody gets a verse. Get the fuck up here. You better think of something, motherfucker, and say on the mic, we're recording this shit. We're putting them out back to back on YouTube. And they got slammed, fucking slammed with dislikes. R.I.P. Nick Cannon was trending on Twitter. It's really, it's all very a sad affair. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat a, de- a dead Nick Cannon, if you will. Not enough of that. Stern G Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 11. A lot of ass content coming up, yo. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, Again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations cannabis use isn't the only thing growing so are we grow with us cannabisradio.com 
everybody. This is St. Peter. Welcome to the newest, fastest growing internet sensation reality game show in the entire world. Shitting Wars. Get up and beat the holy shit out of hey, you. Calm down there, Jesus. Calm down. Stupid motherfucker. Just Don't you want to win shitty wars? I want to win your stupid, stupid fucking fake game show, you dipshit. Get the uh, fuck out of here. You grumpy motherfucker. Fuck you, ass. Uh, you grumpy motherfucker. I'm going to whip your ass. You shit knows you want to win the great prizes in the greatest show on the internet. Game show ever. Shitty wars. I'm going to whip your fucking oh, ass, Jesus. Peter, right now. Right, kill you, motherfucker. Here I come. Look at all fucking... I'm going to whip you your shit. Ass. You whiny bitch. Shit, bastard. So, uh, the first episode of, uh, the, uh, Shitting Wars didn't go too well. That's okay. We didn't have any winners this time, but, uh, but stay tuned to the Star of Jesus show on the internet, uh, for the greatest internet radio sensation game show reality thingamabobber of all time. Shitting Wars. Available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. Pierre Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. 
Tuesdays on demand only on CannabisRadio.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on demand only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 11. We're doing it live on December 15, 2019. Stern for all information on the show, social media links, audio episodes, everything. Everything you need to know about the show and more. Probably more than you'd ever want to know about this dopey fucking show. StarJesus.net. Go check that shit out. As promised. A lot of ass. A lot of ass in this segment. A big serving of Christmas ass, if you will. Speaking of ass, as I just was. <laughs> Kanye West, uh, you know he put out some gospel rap album or something. I'm not... I don't know why. I don't, I don't follow Kanye West's career enough to know what's going on. Maybe he's trying to sell hip-hop to the Christian community. It seems like an uphill battle, but he does weird shit. Let's face it. He does weird shit a lot of the time. And now, apparently he's hooking up with Joel Osteen. He was recently at Joel's mega church in Texas, I believe it is. Well, here's, here's some of that. I know that God's been calling me for a long time, and the devil's been distracting me for a long time. Glaze calling you, motherfucker, and called me in years. Deadbeat dad, am I right? <laughs> Come on. Long time. And when I was, you know, in my lowest points, you know, God was there with me and sending me visions and inspiring me. And I remember sitting in the, the hospital at UCLA after having a mental breakdown. And there's uh, documentations of me drawing a church and saying, writing, a, start a church in the, in the middle of Calabasas. And... Even after that, I went and made the, the Life of Pablo album. I said, this is a gospel album. And I didn't know how to totally make a gospel album. And the Christians that were around were too, um, I would say, beaten into submission by society to not speak up and profess the gospel to, you know, to me because I was a superstar. So, but the, the only superstar is Jesus. You're damn right. And you best believe that I already cut that out and like I'm going to use it. Kanye West saying the only superstar is Jesus. I should have loaded it up for tonight's show. I could have played it right there instead of telling you about it. It would have been more effective, but fuck it. Anyway, moving on. But it is true. I'm the only superstar. 
Thank you, Kanye. So as I sat there saying, you know, I, I'm going to make a gospel album, there were Christians that were there that were not. Excuse me, brother. It, I, I go into these streams of consciousness when I'm talking, and when, you, when you're speaking in the middle of it, it, it distracts me. I really appreciate the support, but I would like for everybody to be completely silent so I can let God flow through me as I speak to you guys today. God doesn't like hecklers. <laughs> So in the studio, and this studio, it will, it, it's going to compare to places. You should turn around and said, Jesus told you to shut the fuck up. That you're in, in life where people tell you to quiet your voice and not talk about Jesus, you know, so loud. But everything else is so loud around us. When I'm in California and when I'm in Vegas, they got posters up advertising, you know, sex trafficking. Because if there's an advertisement for a strip club, that is advertising sex trafficking. Because at the end of the night, when they close up, the, the manager says, how much traffic do we have? Wow, that's deep. <laughs> it's sex trafficking because he says, how much traffic do we have? If he says something along the lines of, how many customers did you give Hummers to in the champagne room? <laughs> It would be called sex hummering. Do you see what I'm getting at? <laughs> You're so clever, Kanye. So if it's a, a man that's going through things with his family or going through things at work. It's called sex blowjobs in the champagne room. And he feels he has to go there. We all end up participating, whether it's the spirits that get advertised to us all the time. Alcohol is... They call it a spirit. So we get... Do they? Does anyone call alcohol a spirit anymore? I think you called it a spirit. But I think he's getting, he's getting around to something. About his, I'm thinking... I haven't seen this yet. I haven't watched this far in it. Because God forbid I have to watch this fucking shit twice. <laughs> he's going to connect it to the Holy Spirit. And the reason they call alcohol a spirit is because of the Holy Spirit. That's my prediction Come on, Kanye, give it to me. Constant advertisement for spirits. We get constant advertisement for strip clubs and other things like that. But then we bring up the name of Jesus. We're told to be quiet, quiet that down. I know, I'm always told to be quiet about my podcast. It pisses me the fuck off. I'm saying, hey, look at my podcast, sternjesus.net. Some motherfuckers like, hey, be quiet about that shit. I won't be quiet anymore. I won't be quiet about my fucking podcast. StonerJesus.net, that's where my fucking podcast is. Go look at it. I will speak my truth. I will not be browbeaten anymore by the man who tells me I'm not allowed to talk incessantly about my motherfucking podcast. I will do so. StonerJesus.net. That's where my podcast is. Jesus will not be silenced. So... Even for someone who's professing God and saying, this is going to be a, go a gospel album, the devil's going to come and do everything he can to distract people from knowing how to fully be in Shit. service to the Lord. And all of that arrogance and confidence and cockiness that y'all seen me use uh, before God <laughs> is now using for him. Oh, thanks, bro. I can use it. I feel that I'm standing up and drawing a line in the sand 
and saying, I'm here in service to God and no weapon formed against me. Drawing a line for Jesus. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. Now Kanye's on my side. I'm unstoppable. Unstoppable. My podcast will be everywhere. <laughs> hey, that little crawl at the bottom, a little thing at the bottom says a lot of ass and a Coke sweater. Check this shit out. Walmart ooh, is apologizing for a very ugly Christmas sweater that some say goes too far. This sweater was posted for sale on its website in Canada <laughs> showing a bug-eyed uh, snowman. You see it there. It's, he's, a, he's like a, a bug-eyed snowman Santa. He's in front of a table with a bunch of little snowballs built up in a like a, like a, a, a cone shape. He's got three lines laid out. He's got a straw in his hand and it says, let it snow. It's fucking hilarious. Dressed as Santa with what appears to be lines of cocaine and the words let it snow written on it. Walmart in a statement said these sweaters sold by a third party seller do not represent Walmart's values and have no place on our website. We've removed these products from our marketplace. Is this funny or did it go too far? It is hilarious. It's hilarious. A third party seller managed to get Santa doing coke on a sweater on the Walmart website. That's great. That's fucking great. That's the type of ingenuity this country needs. One of my darkest moments. I think about the youth of this country and how fucked up it is and how fucked we all are. I think about stuff like this. I think there's still, there's still some brains out there. There's still some people working to keep this whole fucking ball of wax called society together. It's people like this coke sweater person. Just keeping shit afloat. Is there a market I got for this? two quick. First of all, Walmart used to sell guns. Yeah, I know. So how are they talking to anybody about morality? Second of all, if you know Walmart used to sell guns, how are they talking to anybody about morality? Shut up. Shut up. People don't use fucking coke sweaters to defend themselves millions of times every year, every year in their fucking homes. You piece of shit. And your stupid, uh, fucking ad hoc talking points. You got from some dick liquor on MSNBC? Ah, ah, they push my, my. Y'all are used to sell guns. How are they talking about morality? They sell guns. Yes, yes, they did. If you don't do cocaine, how would you know what that sweater was about? Oh, come on. <laughs> how would you know what the sweater was about? Yeah. It's just yeah. a snowman on, sitting there saying, speak your truth. Speak you're just truth. sitting there. How would you know? And you're not funny. That's strike two. Fucking Urkel. Hey, come on. There are lines of cocaine. And Walmart is like. Uh, that looks like snow, snow to me. It looks like snow. <laughs> Walmart is a family friendly store, uh, minus the gun sales, right? They're a family friendly store for the most part. Yeah, that's right. Millions of families are protected every year and kept alive by guns. That's not family friendly. Shut up, you fucking twat. These days, so walking in there and seeing cocaine on a sweatshirt, oh, actually it was only online. So going online with your kids, then picking out their toys and seeing a cocaine sweatshirt is not ideal. You know, it could be sold at Hot Topic or another fun Spencer's. website. Spencer's. Spencer's. Somewhere that's a little more risque, Spencer's. I think. What year is what about this? I'm sure we get fucking sold out. Wherever, whoever decides to sell it. I want to sell it. Deal. Is wow. that still there? No, that's been closed for 12 okay. years. Wow. Wow. I'm a dude so and I know that. Listen, Hot Topic is... I read an article that Hot Topic is doing well in today's climate. Is that right? Climate, yes. Well, it's like quick fat. I used to walk into Wet Seal and they were like, oh, no, you're too old. Get out of here. What's yeah. Wet Seal? Seals, that's been wet gone. Wet Seal is... There's a fucking... There was a store called Wet Seal? Really different. Wow. It's like wow. fast fashion door. I haven't even heard of it. <laughs> All right, easy. You don't have to get so angry. Um, mm. God. 
I'm sure that's a that's a fucking awesome daily dose of entertainment. <laughs> asses. More about asses. You probably saw this story about the reporter getting slapped on her ass. The runner accused of slapping a reporter on her behind on live TV is speaking out today. I was caught up in the moment. I spoke to Tommy Calloway in his first interview since video of his behavior went viral. Take me back to that moment. What were you thinking? I was getting ready to, to bring my hands up and wave to wave to the camera um, and to the audience. And uh, there was a misjudge in character and decision making. Um, I touched her back. I did not know exactly where I touched her. The reporter, Alex Bizargian, was... So his story is... He's running by. You see him there. He's you know, he's got this big fucking goofy grin on his face. He's right over her shoulder uh, in the freeze frame here if you're watching the video version of the show. He's thinking he's going to wave to the camera. So he's bringing his hand up to wave to the camera. And instead he hits her in the back. She says that he cupped and groped her ass as he went by. I don't know how, fa how far down that little vest jacket thing goes. I don't know how what the back of her looks like. I don't know if how hard it was for him to judge. From the video, it looks pretty fucking bad. And it looks worse when her immediate reaction is like, what the fuck just happened? Covering a run for her station in Savannah, Georgia. It, from the angle, it looks like he just reaches down and grabs her ass. And he's got some goofy little grin on his face. I mean, it's hard to see in the few frames that all this happens in. It's like analyzing the fucking Zabruder film. But... Well, think what it, here's what she says about it. It really comes down to is that he helped himself to a part of my body. Appearing on CBS this morning, she said she hasn't decided if she's willing to accept the runner's apology. He took my power, and I'm trying to take that back. Um, mm -hmm. And um, whether I am open to it or not, um, I want to take my time with that. 43-year-old Tommy Calloway is a married father of two. He's a teen church youth minister and a Boy Scout leader. Teen church youth minister and a Boy Scout leader, leading many to think that fear of backlash and fear of what this is going to do to his life is the reason he's trying to, trying to concoct some story and try to apologize. I read him the reporter's outraged social media post. Alex said, quote, to the man who smacked my butt on live TV, you violated, objectified, and embarrassed me. No woman should ever have to put up with this at work or anywhere. Do better. Your reaction? I totally agree 100% with her statement. And the two most important words were her last two words, do better. And that's that's my intentions. He separates himself from the runners and he kind of winds up and he hit me hard. I did not see her facial reaction um, as I just kept on running. And if I did see her facial reaction, I would have been embarrassed. I'd have been felt ashamed and I would have stopped, turned around and went back and apologized to her. Not going to really debate that because he hurt me. So. I mean, initial reaction for a lot of people, including myself, is this. She's kind of being overboard with this and kind of sanctimonious about it. But the bottom line is there's a line you cross. I sit here and talk a lot about free speech and, you know, people talking about we need to ban this speech and ban this speech and, and there's all this other shit. And I'm against that in all ways. But when you cross the physical boundary and you touch someone, that's a line that creates a lot of problems. I'm not allowed to touch 
people without their consent. So however sanctimonious she may come across to some people, she has a right to be. She's the one that got hit. She's the one that was violated. However you, whatever you may think about how much of a violation it was or whatever, that's not your call to make. That's hers. When you touch someone, you're giving them power. She mentioned power. You're giving them power over you because you've crossed a boundary you shouldn't have crossed. And if he was going to fucking, oh, he's going to wave. He's like, he's going to run his fucking hand up her back and wave over her head, whatever the fuck he was going to do. It doesn't matter. The shit he's got coming down on him is shit that's going to come because you don't, you can't cross that line. And people may think it's unfair or whatever. In the end, it doesn't matter. You cross that line, you give that person power to use it over you. And she chooses to do so, well, don't fucking touch people. How hard is that? Just don't touch people. I mean, do you really need to be told not to slap a woman on her ass? To get anywhere near her ass area, he thought he hit her back. What if he would have? Okay, I smacked that bitch in the back. Is that is that slightly better? I guess. I don't know. You're still touching somebody. But it wasn't her back, according to her. It was her ass. And this guy's... I bet home life's rough. <laughs> I bet it's rough. Hey, let's talk more about ass. That's right. When I say I'm serving up some Christmas ass, I fucking mean it. Let's talk about Lizzo's ass. That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> New man on the Minnesota Timberwolves. There it is. <laughs> no man on the Minnesota Vikings. From the Minnesota Vikings to the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Lakers. Lizzo made her presence well known at Sunday night's game. LeBron Jones. Yeah, Lizzo was sitting courtside at the NBA game, chatting with her friend, having a drink, enjoying snacks, documenting the game to her own Instagram, but Lizzo couldn't contain her juice as she got down to the Laker girls' performance of her hit single. Y'all about to see some real shit happen. And she had a lot of people talking. Unfortunately, some people on Twitter weren't so happy she chose to show so much of herself. But honestly, this isn't the first time Lizzo has showed off her assets. And remember, remember this? So basically Lizzo's wearing like a thong at the Lakers game and people freak the fuck out. Some people say it's because, you know, it was a family game or family. There's lots of kids there. Oh, I don't fucking, I mean, the cheerleaders are jumping around in, in less clothing than Lizzo was wearing. A lot of people say that it's because she's a large woman. I don't know. Uh, um, I guess a lot of it is just people, you know, like to attack people. Lizzo's having a lot of success right now. And uh, she was wearing, a, you know, a thong and you saw a lot of her ass. Anyways, Lizzo seemed to be enjoying herself, even giving a quick interview, revealing she's got her eye on a certain player. Who are you cheering for tonight in this basketball game? Let me tell you something, both teams are great. I'm personally cheering for number 32. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns? Carl mm -hmm. Anthony Towns, Big Blue Nation, shout out. That's your guy? That's my baby. She even changed up her famous Truth Hurts lyric. 
New man on the Minnesota Timberwolves. There it is. <laughs> it was a busy weekend for Lizzo, who also took the stage at Jingle Ball. Do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you she also just launched a brand new Good As Hell music video. Boss up and change your life. You can have it all, no sacrifice. But back to Lizzo's courtside situation. I'm still sweating, girl. Are we surprised? Lizzo is all about feeling herself and doing her own thing. You know, I keep it real. All right, guys, that's it for today. What did you think of Lizzo's Laker game dancing and fashion? So anyway, there was a reaction, of course, to that reaction from Lizzo herself, who took to Instagram to uh, give her two cents on the whole situation. You know, who I am and the essence of me and the things that I choose to do as a grown-ass woman can inspire you to do the same. You don't have to be like me. You need to be like you. And never, ever let somebody stop you or shame you from being yourself. Like... This is who I've always been. Now everyone's looking at it. And your criticism can just remain your criticism. Your criticism has no effect on me. Negative criticism has no stake in my life, no control over my life, over my emotions. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm surrounded by love and I just want to spread that love and also spread these cheeks. And you know, if you really, really don't like ah. my ass, you can kiss it. Because kissing it makes it go away, I promise. <laughs> um, I just want y'all to know, like, it doesn't matter what goes on on the internet. Like, nothing really breaks my joy. I'm a really solid, grounded person, and I know that... Right. I'm shocking because you've never seen in a long time a body like mine doing whatever it wants to do and dressing the way that it dresses and moving the way that it moves. Um, you know, but I don't ever want to censor myself because I'm suddenly famous or I don't want to censor myself because everyone's looking at me now. I'm not going to quiet myself. I'm not going to shrink myself <laughs> because somebody thinks that I'm not sexy to them. You know what? You know what? Lizzo is right. Lizzo's right. It's about not hiding it, about being yourself. Her words are inspiring. They've inspired millions around the country and around the world. And tonight they've inspired me right here, right now. When you watch these videos, when you watch this show, what do you see? All this? What am I always wearing? That's right, a hat. A hat. Why am I always wearing a hat? Because I'm hiding. What am I hiding? You ask. It's very dramatic. This, this, this is a receding hairline. It goes back into here. I'm going bald. I'm going to be a bald old man. And I hide it with these big, admittedly dope ass hats. 
but their hats all the same. They're not my natural big-ass fucking forehead. They're hats. Lizzo has inspired me. I have to hide. I have to hide my fucking chrome dome. All of these fucking... These feel weird, and they're, they're having trouble staying on my head, these headphones. But in any case, it's no matter. Now, I have a big ass, too. I could have showed that, but the logistics of getting my ass in front of the camera are just not something I'm willing to go through right now. So I chose the much easier hair thing. Look, it's gray as fuck, too. Look at that. Jesus Christ. You can barely see it. There's some there. You can barely even see that. It's shiny. There's a glare off my head, and there's a glare off the fucking head, the, the head thing. My hair. The head thing? What does that mean? My hair! Anyway, thank you, Lizzo. You inspired me to be a better person. Staring Jesus Show Live, chapter 3, verse 11. A lot of shit coming up. Two segments that you may have seen already. I post them on various social media accounts, but I'm going to play them on the show as well for our show listeners and watchers. And the podcast listeners will be the first they've been able to hear of it. St. Peter sent in a voicemail Talking about Baby Yoda from the new Mandalorian show on Disney+. Plus, He's not a fan of Baby Yoda. In fact, he hates Baby Yoda. St. Peter's list of reasons he hates Baby Yoda. Also, I did a CBD gummies review from our Hemptations sponsor, Hemptations.com, PlanetEverywhere.com. So all of that is coming up here on the Stern Jesus Show. Keep spreading the word about SternJesus.net and all of that. Telling people what is up. Enjoy this, uh, these these segments, all that shit. Follow me on social media. I got a lot of other shit going on. And support me in my new hatless existence. Be awesome. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening to this show. And as always, peace, bitches. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah? Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
Okay, uh, this is the uh, uh, another cut off of my Christmas CD. I got the Xmas spirit, bitch. What? No. I have I have the Xmas spirit, bitch. No. I'm in the Xmas spirit, bitch. Yes, I'm in the Xmas spirit, bitch. It's good. That's a clever title. This is a Silent Night for uh, for my my uh, my Christmas uh, CD. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round John virgin, mother and child, let's talk about you Jesus and your mom, <laughs> holy infant, so tender and mild. You get a lot of shout-outs in this song, Jesus. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. No, you're okay. Okay. Silent night. Holy night, shepherds quake at the sight, glorious strains, hey, let's talk about weed, from heaven afar, heavenly hosts sing hallelujah. Christ, the Savior, is born. How about you again, Jesus? <laughs> Christ, the Savior, is born. Oh man, that was awesome. Let's go do some coke. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone. Of Tilk Radio. I hope everybody's got their vape pen handy or their pipe or their bong or whatever you use to do your medicine. You don't, it's not a requirement. You don't have to be high for this show. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. I don't know who you're talking to. You have to be high to do anything. At least I do. <laughs> I don't know about you. In fact, I've been high so long that being straight is another high. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus here from the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex. 
bring you a special transmission, if you will. We have a new voicemail from St. Peter, and normally if I have a new voicemail from St. Peter, I'll just wait and hold it for the next episode, the next live show, but I don't know when the next live show is going to be. I do a lot of shows. It's Christmas time. i got a lot on my plate. We'll definitely do a Stoner Jesus show live before Christmas, stonerjesus.net, of course, for details, social media links, all of that stuff. But the voicemail, the subject of the voicemail that St. Peter left is kind of something the Internet is talking about a lot right now. So I figured go ahead, record a special video, play the voicemail to get it out there in front of all of you. Of course, the Baby Yoda character is big on the Internet and the memes and, and all that, and universally beloved on the Internet. Of course, St. Peter has some thoughts, as he would, about Baby Yoda. And, uh, well, he left a voicemail enunciating those thoughts. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now. This is St. Peter's thoughts on um, Baby Yoda. And then uh, from that, you can decide your thoughts on St. Peter. New voicemail from St. Peter and his thoughts on Baby Yoda. Hey, Jesus. It's me, Peter. Uh, I'm out here on the road scraping uh, carcasses, dead animal carcasses off the road. And, uh, just taking a break here out in the woods and contemplating, thinking about stuff. And I got to thinking about a Baby Yoda. Uh, character, I guess I don't know, I saw a squirrel or something, but I didn't remind me. Anyway, Jesus, you got that Disney Plus, they got that show, The Mandalorian, it's like, it's like Star Wars and shit, I know you're a big Star Wars nerd or whatnot. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm uh, staying with this elderly woman, uh, and uh, she's got Disney Plus on her TV. So I've been checking it out, and uh, saw The Mandalorian, I've been watching like episodes or whatever. They got a character in the, in the show, it's like a little, like a little Yoda, like they call it Baby Yoda, I guess, in the memes or whatnot. On the internet that the kids and the millennials and the boomers have. Anyway, Jesus, I've been checking out this show and watching this little Baby Yoda. And I don't know, man, it's like, like every time I see him, it like really pisses me off. It's like, I just, there's so many reasons. I hate the little fucking Baby Yoda. And uh, I remember we used to do those like lists of reasons and stuff on the show, so I figured I'm sitting here taking a break and eating this grilled cheese sandwich in between, uh, you know, stints of uh, scraping dead animals off the road, and I figured I'd give you a call and leave a voicemail with my list of reasons. And I hate that little fucking baby Yoda, first of all, Jesus. He's too goddamn small. I mean, he's going to get underfoot all the time, he's going to get stepped on, and it's all kinds of more problems. Why is he so fucking little? Uh, uh, Jesus, you see the one episode where he's like walking next to the mask? Masked Mandalorian dude. He's a fucking tiny man. He's gonna get stepped on. That annoys the shit out of me. Uh, uh, Jesus. By the way, he's like a baby. And, like, you know, so, like, why are there no diaper changes on the show? Jesus, like, where's all this shit going? Jesus, where's all this shit going? It bothers the fuck out of me. Jesus, where's all the shit? Where's all the shit, Jesus? Anyway. Uh, uh, some, oh yeah, another reason is, uh, he's like, uh, I don't know, he's like too carefree, or whatever. If you remember Jesus, the Yoda from the original movies, he has certain, uh, quiet dignity about himself, especially, you know, the prequels, I mean, I know his old age, he got a little dimension, got a little squirrely, but in the prequels, at the very least, Jesus, he had a quiet dignity about him, there's nothing dignified about this little fucking Yoda, this little baby Yoda, this little fucking Yoda wannabe, uh, uh, Jesus, he's got his carefree attitude and it just really pisses me off. I don't know why, it just it fucking does. I, oh my god, just thinking about it now, it's just getting me fucking, fucking wound up. Another problem I got, Jesus, his fucking eyes are too big. 
you know, you know, Yoda, the original Yoda had those beady little Jew eyes. You know, like he was a deep thinker, like he was deep in thought. This motherfucker has huge eyes. He was like a moron. Uh, uh, Jesus. Another thing, his conversation skills suck. He carries none of the dialogue. He's fucking, he's useless in that regard. Uh, he also, he, uh, if you saw that one episode, Jesus, he eats frogs. Jesus, he eats frogs. You know, only, you know who eats frogs, don't you, Jesus? That's right, hillbillies. You know, don't get me started on hillbillies, his hillbillies, Jesus. Holy shit. Don't get me fucking started. You know, Jesus, you know. Don't get me started on fucking hillbillies. Frog-eating motherfuckers. Uh, he's also too self-assured, Jesus. A fucking... This little motherfucker. He's tiny. He's young. He's so fucking self-assured. He's got that smug, little, contemptible fucking face. I just want to kick him. Jesus. I just want to fucking kick him. He's been useless. He's been useless in the show. He's done one fucking thing. The rest of the time, he's a liability. He's a liability, Jesus. One fucking thing he's done in the goddamn show. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I think that's about it, Jesus. I think that's all the reasons I hate Baby Yoda. I'm gonna go scrape some more. I think I'm ready now. Scrape some more animals off the road. Some more carcasses or whatever. So, uh... Yeah, those are all the reasons I hate Baby Yoda. Fuck Baby Yoda. And fuck you if you don't like it. And fuck you, Jesus! So there you go. St. Peter's list of reasons he hates Baby Yoda. Hates Baby Yoda. As he uh, contemplates the world and life in between scraping roadkill off the road, which apparently is his new profession. It's been over two years now since uh, St. Peter's been here. Probably more like two and a half years. He leaves a lot of voicemails. He threatens a lot to come back. But uh, so far, fingers crossed. He has not. Knock on wood. <laughs> no, he does not. So there's St. Peter's list of reasons he hates Baby Yoda. I'll play this on the next show as well, so it's on the audio version and all of that. But I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. This is about Baby Yoda. It's very big on the internet right now, and I don't know when the next live show will be. Check out stonerjesus.net, all our social media links. Follow Twitter. We have all the live links. All that stuff, all information on the show, stonerjesus.net. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this Stoner Jesus Show special, St. Peter's List of Reasons He Hates Baby Yoda. Now back to regularly scheduled programming. Peace, bitches. Yo, what's up, everybody? Stoner Jesus Show. Stoner Jesus here with a Stoner Jesus Show review. CBD gummies from Hemptations. You can see them right there. We have the 300 milligram CBD gummies. That means 30, 10 milligram gummies. Hemptations.com for locations if you're in the Cincinnati area, the Dayton area, Southwest Ohio. As you can see there, you can also order online. PlanetEverywhere.com to get your Hemptations CBD gummies. As I said, I got them right here ready for review. I'll add this to the next Stoner Jesus show as well so the audio can be on the podcast. Go to the podcast feeds. And all of that, uh, full disclosure, first of all, I do work for Hemptations. I do a show with Beach every Wednesday, the High Noon Hemp Show on the Hemptations Beach Facebook page, the Jedi Hemp YouTube channel. Also on this Periscope, if you're watching on Periscope, at Stoner Jesus 420 Whoops, let me uh, bring up, make sure that everything's streaming. All that's good. We're streaming to Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All that is good stuff. Um, I also do uh, promotions and social media's work 
for Hamptations. So full disclosure is not an unbiased opinion, but as I said in a previous video, a guy who calls himself Jesus needs to keep his credibility, so I'll be honest about these gummies. As I said, this is the 300 milligrams. You get 300, 600, or 900, meaning, you know, 30, 60, or 90, 10 milligram doses. Again, you can see it there. It has um, full-spectrum CBD, Kentucky-grown hemp. 30 gummies uh, for this one distributed by Hemptations. Of course, Hemptations.com has several locations. PlanetEverywhere.com if you want this delivered to you. It also has some fun facts or uh, facts for your brain unit. It's very small. And um, even with these glasses, I'm I'm having trouble. But you can check it out. 0.3% uh, THC. And an uh, acre of hemp equals four acres of trees for paper. And there's some other facts in there, too. I'm not going to give them all away. I want to spoil all of the fun for the reading. Also, of course, the nutritional stuff at the bottom. Uh, you can check out Hemptations.com, PlanetEverywhere.com for the uh, testing information as well. When I bought it, the guy, I bought it from the guy who works at Hemptations in, uh, in O'Brienville. He says it's going to smell bad when you open it. And it does. Uh, first of all, there's, you know, here it is right here. There was a seal. It's been opened, obviously. They all come with seals. I did not buy an unsealed gummy jar. <laughs> don't buy anything unsealed. I don't care what it is. If you get it from a store, make sure it's sealed. This was sealed, of course. The smell, even like right now, just waving around, is not great. And as uh, the last high noon hemp show we were on, Beach mentioned that CBD by itself doesn't taste or smell. It's, it's, not, it's not pleasant. So obviously they had to add a little sugar to it. On here... It says uh, less than one gram of added sugar is 1% of your daily value per serving. Of course, 30 servings per. So a tiny bit of sugar. And it's a trade-off. I mean, you add more sugar for better taste. And they don't taste bad, but they're not, you know, they're not like the gummy worms that you get that have 18 grams of sugar per gummy worm. It's just a little bit. So it's a trade-off. The more sugar, obviously, the unhealthier it's going to be. So there's not a lot of sugar in here, which I think is a good thing. It does degrade the taste some. It's not the best taste in the world. As you can see, they're all little hemp leaves. That's a green one. I, I, may, I don't know if they're supposed to be flavors. I would have to ask Beach about that because there's green and yellow and purple and all that, as you can see there. Uh, so I'll take a green one. It's, um, it's just a slight bit of flavor. It's not a lot. But as I said, to get more flavor, you're going to add more sugar. And I think most people who are health conscious and want to take CBD for their health, they would rather trade off. Mm, that's got a little more flavor, actually. But you can taste the, the full spectrum. CBD is not a great taste. They have tinctures as well. I prefer the gummies for the dosing. I don't like the squeezing the thing and sticking the bottle and letting it go and sucking it up in there and then putting it in. I mean, I know under your tongue would be better. That's got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of flavor in the other one, I thought. I don't know. It's not bad, actually. Maybe it's an acquired taste. I have no idea. I've only taken a few of them. I will tell you this. Uh, I have digestive problems. When I eat, digestion is a problem with most foods that I eat. It's been this way for a couple of decades now. And I found that marijuana and using marijuana and consuming marijuana helps that. And I assume it's the CBD because anytime I've taken CBD, gum, whatever, it's calmed my stomach down and it kind of a lot of nausea or you know if someone's grinding through my intestines it kind of calmed all that down this does the same which is how i know it works it doesn't work the same way for everybody it's not going to work the same way for everybody maybe people maybe it won't work at all for someone maybe they'll only take more doses there's a lot of unknowns at this point about cbd all i can say is that taking a cbd gummy helps my stomach 
if I'm out and about and you know I, I can't have access to marijuana or whatever, this should be a great thing. And I imagine if I take it enough or regularly enough that maybe it'll help my stomach in the long term. But in the short term, it definitely works. The taste is okay. The smell is not great, but I would recommend not, you know, don't sit around and smell it. <laughs> also, make sure you check out Hemptations.com for locations and PlanetEverywhere.com for online ordering. Make sure you check out the, the High Noon Hemp Show also with myself and Beach every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. You can find us online, Hemptations Beach Facebook page, Jedi Hemp YouTube channel, Periscope Fest Energies is 420. Also, the audio on Podbean and Google Play and iHeartRadio podcast to search the High Noon the High Noon Hemp Show on all of those platforms. And if you want the gummies, make sure you check them out. PlanetEverywhere.com to get them delivered straight to you. Three hundred nine, uh, six hundred or nine hundred milligrams, ten milligram gummies, thirty, sixty, or ninety. Get them today, and that's the review. If uh, if I have more information about them or know more about them, or find out more about them, I will do a more of a review. But for now, there you go. Stoner Jesus Show Review, CBD gummies from Hemptations. Check us out at stonerjesus.net for the Stoner Jesus Show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, go share this and retweet and whatnot. And, as always, peace, bitches. Go get some CBD gummies. Thank <laughs> you.